Good morning. Welcome to another Walking with Jesus through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is good to be with you as we begin now day 36 of our three-year journey through the Bible, one chapter at a time. And today we are in Genesis 24. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for your love for us, for your faithfulness to us. Thank you for the gift of your word. It is truth and life comes from you and it reveals your son to us. We ask that you would speak to us through your word today. We pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and jump in to Genesis chapter 24. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh, that I may make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, Perhaps the woman may not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I then take your son back to the land from which you came? Abraham said to him, See to it that you do not take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and who spoke to me and swore to me, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife from my son, for my son from there. But if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be free from this oath of mine, only you must not take my son back from there, back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. And he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming to draw water. Let the young woman to whom I shall say, Please let down your jar that I may drink. And who shall say, Drink, and I will water your camels? Let her be the one whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulder. The young woman was very attractive in appearance, a maiden whom no man had known. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little water to drink from your jar. She said, Drink, my lord. And she quickly let, her jar, let down her jar upon her head and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water 
and she drew for all his camels. The man gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing a half shekel and two bracelets for her arms weighing ten gold shekels and said, Please tell me whose daughter you are. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She added, We have plenty of both straw and fodder and room to spend the night. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsmen. Then the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. Laban ran out toward the man to the spring. As soon as he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and heard the words of Rebekah his sister, thus the man spoke to me, he went to the man, and behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came to the house and unharnessed the camels and gave straw and fodder to the camels, and there was water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Then food was set before him to eat. But, he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. He said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become great. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants, camels and donkey, donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and to him he has given all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, but you shall go to my father's house and to my clan and take a wife for my son. I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord, before whom I have walked, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son from my clan and from my father's house. Then you will be free from my oath when you come to my clan. And if they will not give her to you, you will be free from my oath. I came today to the spring and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if now you are prospering the way that I go, behold, I am standing by the spring of water. Let the virgin who comes out to draw water, to whom I shall say, Please give me a little water from your jar to drink, and who will say to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came out with her water jar on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. I said to her, Please let me drink. She quickly let down her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, 
and I will give your camels drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels drink also. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose, and the bracelets on her arms. Then I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me by the right way to take the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now then, if you are going to show steadfast love and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing has come from the Lord. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord, and the servant brought out jewelry of silver and of gold and garments and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave to her brother and to her mother costly ornaments. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank, and they spent the night there. When they arose in the morning, he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman remain with us for a while, at least ten days. After that she may go. But he said to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. They said, Let us call the young woman and ask her. And they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your offspring possess the gate of those who hate him. Then Rebekah and her young women arose and rode on the camels and followed the man. Thus the servant took Rebekah and went away. Now Isaac had returned from Beer Lahai Roy and was dwelling in the Negev. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah his mother and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Hmm. What a great love story, huh? What a great, powerful story of God's providential care for his people and his provision of, of the right mate for Isaac. It's a, just a great story. I mean, we start with the fact that Abraham did not want Isaac to marry one of the Canaanite women. And it may not be really obviously clear from the language in this chapter, but this was less about what tribe someone was from or what ethnicity they were as to which God they worshipped. Notice that 
the, you know, the gods of the Canaanites, they're, they're not the Lord. They're not Yahweh. But when Abraham's servant goes and he arrives at, at Nahor's house and land, they're talking about the Lord and how this has come from the Lord, Yahweh. You see it in all caps uh, in the L-O-R-D. That's the Lord, Yahweh, the God of my master, Abraham. And that's who the servant prays to. And that's uh, what um, Nahor and Laban and their family acknowledge is that this is all coming from the Lord. So it's really about finding a wife for Isaac who will be a worshiper of the one true God with him so that they will be covenantal loyalty. God makes the choice so abundantly clear and he favors Abraham's desire to honor him and he honors uh, the servant's prayer that he would be faithful to pick the right bride for Isaac. Notice though there's also a, a picture here of the church in that God the Father wants a bride for his son and so he's gathering in people who will be true God worshipers, who will belong to the people of God, who will become the bride of Christ. And he sends out his servants, that's us, to go and take the gospel to people and, and bring them into the kingdom, bring them from their home, spiritually speaking, in a far country, into the kingdom of God so that they can become a bride for Christ. And God chooses, God picks, God shows, God draws, God God moves all to gather in the bride for his son, the bride his son will love forever and bring into his home forever. So that's one picture of Christ here. The other picture, we see this blessing, and this is very similar to what we saw in Genesis 22, in the way that God blessed Abraham and said, uh, your offspring will possess the gates of his enemies. Here it's a blessing that the women of the household give to Rebekah, our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands and may your offspring possess the gate of those who hate him. And we think about, again, Jesus' promise to Peter, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The gates of hell, the enemy of God's people, the enemy of God, uh, will be possessed. There's, 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 the church is on the move. The church is on the offensive in the world. The church is reaching every tribe, tongue, people, and nation, and people who were being held captive by the enemy and held behind the gates of his kingdom. Those gates are being broken. Those captives are being set free. They're being brought in to the kingdom of God, and they're being made a part of the bride of Christ. And one day, when this life is over, the Lord will take us home to be with himself forever, in, not in a tent, but in New Jerusalem, in the new heavens, in the new earth, in the new creation that he is preparing for us. So God the Father is preparing a bride for his son, and God the Son is preparing a home for his bride. And that is a beautiful love story that you and I get to be a part of for eternity. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for loving us so much and setting your heart upon us and drawing us to your Son and making us part of your people forever. We are amazed by your grace and by your loving kindness, your steadfast love that never fails. Help us to trust in you. Help us to be your servants who will go out and draw people in, people you have chosen, people you have picked out, 
people that we can bring the gospel to and bring into the kingdom so they too can be part of this wonderful bride of Christ, the church that you are gathering together for glory. And we look forward to that day, the wedding supper of the Lamb, when we will sit down and feast together with our Savior forever and ever. We praise you and thank you in his name. Amen. Amen. Well, that's day 36 of our journey through the scriptures. And day 37, we're going to be jumping back over to the Psalms tomorrow and taking a look at Psalms 6 and 7. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.